explain well. Exclusive to The Drive with Robin Ross. On Explained Well today, um, the big news story that came out of the weekend was the passing of Mangasutu Butelezi um, and the reaction that has come with it. Mm. And I think the thing that's important to take away from this conversation today is that as South Africans, with the history that we have had across the board, it is important to be honest and to be accountable for things that happened. Yeah, I think that, that that's a very, very valid point and a very important key takeout. I think the other key takeout for me is we forget how recent our trauma as a country oh, actually yeah. is. Absolutely. We also spread from one or two generations back, but by far the good gebeurt in mensen wat vandaag live, wat nog die herinneringen van zekere trauma samdraai nog ons vergeet het partijkeer. Ja, ik denk ook wanneer iemand sterf word hulle baie gauw, they almost like deified and the actual I guess um, details of their life and especially the ones that are maybe not so savory or not so key, where people are not so keen to remember what the person may have been party to almost mm. gets swept under the rug. So mm. you can understand why the reaction is kind of very much polarized um, in the death of, of this historical figure in South Africa because whether you liked him or not, he did play a role in our country's history. Yeah, and, and I think you're spot on. He certainly, we, the reaction we've seen has been either glorifying or vilifying. Mm. Those seem to have been the extreme. So there's a couple of voices who spoke out very strongly on the vilifying side. I think the one that really stood out is Mondli Makanya's piece in the City Press this weekend. Um, and it's a very lengthy piece, so I won't go into it. But I mean, just the headline, The Unfiltered Truth of a Murderous Legacy. Yeah, and he yeah he holds back no punches. I saw a couple of other commentators on social media also really not holding back. I also saw some reports today from former TRC commissioners saying they do believe that there is still a case to be answered for atrocities um, that now certainly will not be answered. The IFP responded today with I think an interesting perspective, saying then Owa Tambo must be held to the same standard. Um, and yeah, I mean, as we went into this talking point for Explained Well, I was like, what could go wrong today? But a lot could go wrong because this is so polarizing mm. on all sides. And I think that's the point I was trying to make at the top um, is that we have to be able to be honest about things without picking a side. And Ros is correct when you say when someone passes away, there is a natural sort of. I think the respectfulness yeah. that we pay the dead comes mm. into play when you want to say things about certain things. But there are people who are alive today who lost family members in the violence that was, you know, running for long periods between the ANC and the IFP mm. Um, mm. in the late 80s and the early 90s yeah. and so on. And a lot of blame is laid at a lot of doors. And the problem is those doors are never opened. Yeah. And without yeah. that bit of actual honesty and accountability, the people influenced by this kind of stuff it, it's no wonder we can't move on as a country because nobody is responsible for anything do you know why and i think we we very much in this country because of our history and because of even where we are now it's not and this is going to sound like i'm being flippant but i'm really not no one is ever black or white like anyone who was involved or in any kind of position of power in the years leading up and in Varon, Safsvans know us. 
no one was all good and no one was all bad. That is why there is this extreme polarizing reaction because I think that acknowledgement of someone's gray areas, either you on the one side of going, he was this amazing man who led a party for many years. He was probably the, he was the longest serving MP, hey? He had been yeah, an I MP mean, for many decades. Yeah. Or he is someone who apparently allegedly has got atrocities that need to be accounted for. But for every, for a lot of people that have something to do with our history, there is that gray area in between. And I think there's a there's, there's not enough people straddling that line. I think there's those demands on the kant and demands on the other kant. And, and yeah, no, I tend to agree. And I mean, and to come back to to what you said, Rob, I think part of how we process trauma in general, but also here, part of how we process trauma is to see something for what it is. Mm. And certainly, I think here yeah, part of how one, you know, so who the heroes know or the person who has died, and I'm sure the question will never be answered, can be answered. Is to see something for what it is, the good and the slag. Yeah. Um, and all two can do is try to see. You can't do it for But you're not going to deal with the trauma if you don't see it for what it is. Absolutely. And, and that trauma tends to be nuanced, grey. Yeah. There's bitter men that it you have near a bit of a swartes. Yeah. I mean, if I. I I'm loath to use this as an example, but if someone grows up in a house with an abusive alcoholic father and that father passes away and you listen to people at the funeral only say nice things about him, you feel gaslit. You mm, feel like yeah. your personal experience is a lie. Mm-hmm. You feel like the things you went through are untrue and that causes anger and resentment and that doesn't just go away. Yeah, and I actually just want to reiterate with an example of this that's now happened overseas. So I don't know if you've been following it all, but Danny Masterson, who used to be on that 70s show, was last week sentenced to 30 years in prison in the States for sexual abuse and, um, yeah, the other word that I'm not going to say. And it has come to light that Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis wrote letters for him for mitigation of sentencing. So they wrote character letters as the person that they knew. These character letters have then since become part of the public record. So they were singing his praises. Ashton called him a mentor, would not leave his kids with anyone else but Danny because that's how much he trusted him. And the victims of this man are just saying, how dare you? How dare you paint him as this kind of saintly figure that's a member of your family after what he did to us for years? Yeah. So... Uh, that sense of kind of gaslighting is definitely it, it happens with, with, with people where they only see one side of them because that's the side of the person that you knew. Absolutely. You might not know the abuser. 100%. And I think that comes back to the point of if we are not capable of being honest about people and what they did and who they were, then there is very little moving forward in a way that can be healing. No, for sure. And if I can add to that in terms of how, perhaps part of how we move forward, we tend to, in both these examples, we tend to think in binary opposites. Yeah. Yes, no, right, wrong. This is how it is. If we can find a space of complementary opposites where one thing is true and the other is true. Uh, yes. Ideal world, I hear you. Um, but if you've lost someone in violence, I think that's a very difficult thing to find. And by the same mm-hmm. token, to, to lionize someone who is associated strongly with the deaths of lots of people is very difficult as well.